When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts today, Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me today is my magical garden friend himself. He's the hippie. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie man, how you doing? I am not a hippie. I am not a hippie, and I am... I'm. I could not be further from a hippie. <laughs> I think I think my my nickname offended you this week. If I if I if I wanted to, I couldn't be further from a hippie. Are you sure? I'm I'm relatively confident. Are you positive? Well, you're never positive. <laughs> I was about to make a South Park joke, but that's not the time or place right now. <laughs> If you know what joke I'm about yeah, to say. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> so how 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 you doing, man? It's it's been it's been a, a week since we've recorded. Uh we got to sit back. Um I have some equipment failures if you hear a little bit of a difference on these next two episodes. But yeah, um how you doing? I'm good. Not bad, you know, it's so another week, another week down. Um it's getting warmer out. I'm not, not sure how I feel. Um In fact I know how I feel. I don't care for it. You don't like it, Doug? No. You don't like it when it when it's warm outside? Well, there's a difference between warm and why the fuck am I outside? You're outside because it's nice out. And it's not cold anymore. Well, I I think like nice stops at like eighty five. Oh, well, it, it hasn't gotten past eighty five. No, despite all you kept saying the other day, you're like, oh, it's gonna be fucking ninety five. Hey, hey, hey! Eggs look at all the East Coast. Uh, look at all of the East Coast from us right now. Fucking yeah, well, that ain't us. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> So, um, I guess we could talk a little bit of Pokemon here. Um, I have an, I have a very large Pokemon card collection now that I'm getting ready to sell off. Maybe, maybe not, but you don't think so? You're not selling. I might. You'll want to, and then you'll be like, God damn, this is good stuff. It, it is, but it, I have, I'm not going to give the full value, but I mean, I have a lot of 
like high value cards and over 3,000 cards in a card case right now just filled. Like, and that's not including the energies. That's all straight trainer and Pokemon cards. The the energies are in a tin can. <laughs> Shows what I feel about those energies. Like it, it it took me a week to go through, but I I legit went and organized and put rubber bands around. So I I legit have all of the cards separated by hollows and separated by type. So each each big handful that you grab is either an electric, a fighting, a dark, a steel, fire, just anything. It's 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 fucking nuts. Like my my ADD kicked in like hardcore doing that. And I, I have to say, it looks nice. Like that, like the the picture I sent you, it looks good. Yeah. I should put that on social media, but I'm scared. Very, very colorful. Very, very colorful. But um, other than that, um, with me getting my Pokemon card um, deck updated, not too much else has been going on over here um, in the household. Uh, had you guys over to watch some wrestling the other night. That was pretty fun. Yeah, it was. It was about about half the show was pretty damn good. Yeah, and I know you guys are hearing this a little bit more in the future, but uh, as of this recording, we just finished watching this past Sunday AEW's Double or Nothing. So that that's what we just finished, and you're probably already on All Out at this point. Uh well when coming up out? coming up so this one I can actually give you the exact date because I actually have everything uploaded now because we're not that far um this one is going out a week after July sixteenth which would be if I can get my computer to cooperate oh it popped up and I clicked. Down. There we go. Yeah, so we got we got some time. I mean, they might be building towards like a TV special or something. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck this thing is doing. Told you to get rid of that goddamn porn while we were recording these episodes. Shut up. Um, the twenty third, July twenty third is when this episode is coming out. So yeah, it's it's before um all out, but we're getting up there. We're a couple weeks out. I mean, it's it's a month. Isn't? Oh, no, it's not in August. It's in September. My bad. Yeah. So, yeah, we got a while to go. Yeah. Never mind. But, uh, yeah, I'm not, I, I have nothing, I have no new Pokemon news um, this week, Doug. So, I guess we can go ahead and get on into this week's episode because we're probably boring the shit out of people right now. Well, there's a skip button for a reason. I know. Or they can listen to us in, in, in times two, uh, just like you do with your podcast. It's the only way to do it. <laughs> so, all right. So this week, we are doing Bulbasaur's Mysterious Garden, episode 51 of the podcast. And this episode aired July 2nd, 1998. 
in Japan and here in the States it aired April 3rd, 1999. So, Doug, my date was 1968. So, Ooh. so when did yours happen? 53. Mother Athen! Ah! What the hell? I thought I had you this week. What the shit, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> I legit was happy. I'm grinning from ear to ear. I don't know if you could hear I it. noticed you didn't tell me it. You didn't tell me a date. No, because <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had you this week. What the freaking <laughs> shit ass mother <laughs> effing cup bitch. Damn it! Now, <laughs> uh, see, we can't be putting this episode on YouTube. <laughs> it can go up there. We just ain't going to get monetized for this episode. Ain't going to get ah. monetized. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> My freaking cursing didn't even make sense over there for a split second. I think I said the word cup. For a second, I don't even I know why. I don't even know why I said the word "cup." But go ahead, take your 1953 shit ass and just go. Uh, TV Guide magazine publishes its first issue, and the cover story is on the birth of the first child of Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. TV Guide is obviously (laughs) is out obviously an outdated um, medium now because obviously. Do you remember in the '90s having a TV Guide channel that you would just go through, and then every time that you would go to the channel, what you're looking for is at the very top, and it's scrolling away, and you have to wait like for a hundred different channels to go through just to see. <laughs> what is on? <laughs> because we didn't, we couldn't look it up on our phones, and we didn't have on-screen guides. Oh man, that used to be the channel, and they would have previews up up above, so you would have everything scrolling. And if they they knew they had you for about five minutes, so you sit there, watch some movie trailers, watch some what's popular on TV, and and then you'll be too distracted, and then you look down, and then. You missed it again, and you're like, mother eff, <laughs> mother effing cup. Ah. Really, like, how bad do I really want to watch Men in Black? What the fuck? <laughs> For real. So, so yeah, that that that's that's some shit. I thank you for that, Doug. You want to be engaged, but you're still pissed. I'm very utterly pissed because I I legit thought I had. I was like, oh, he didn't tell me a year, and he didn't ask for my year. <laughs> he thinks he has me. And I, I honestly thought, I was like, he might have me. <laughs> you were waiting to hear that date, and you are like, uh, 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 oh, I still got him. So those of you out there playing the, the Will Wrestling Chris G go first drinking game, <laughs> take a shot. Yeah, because <laughs> the answer was no. So don't pl- I do not recommend playing that game because <laughs> you might be dead. I I am not responsible for 
anybody getting drunk and having a great time while binging our podcast up. Oh, dear. I, I forgot about the binging possibility. <laughs> or go back and find out the episodes that I actually did go first. <laughs> See if you can find it. Listen to the first 10 minutes of, of each episode and find out and play the drinking game. You'll have a doozy. That 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 might be more rewarding because those are rare. <laughs> I know. All right. So mine happened on April 3rd, 1968. And this is the day that Planet of the Apes premiered nationally in the United States. Oh, yeah. The very first Planet of the Apes, a very different Planet of the Apes that my dad made me watch over and over and over again as a child because he thought it was the greatest thing ever. And I watched it because my dad liked it. And I wasn't a fan of the originals. I like the ones now, but the the originals with the people and the costumes and going to jail and, and to ape jail and all that, I, I wasn't a big fan of the originals. Well, sh- sure. But I mean, and obviously it's impossible to do now. Put yourself in the shoes of somebody that's watching the original for the first time. And when they do that reveal at the end of the movie, and yeah, I guess fucking spoiler alert for a movie that came out in 1968. Um, and they find out that it was Earth because the Statue of Liberty's fucking on the beach there. And he just breaks down. He says, you damn dirty ape, damn you all to hell. You know, and all that. <laughs> you know that, that'll fucking get you. I mean, obviously it's been parodied to shit now. And yeah. You know, people be taking the piss out of it. But, you know, that... Ending... The original had... It, it had its moments. Like, I wouldn't have sat through the movie so many times if I didn't enjoy, like, a little bit of it. But it was just the fact that, yeah, it was made in the in the 60s or in the late 60s. I was born in the 90s. I mean, yeah, we still didn't have the greatest um, effects in TV yet because I didn't come until the early millennium. But it was a lot better than the 60s (laughs) and watching it and knowing and you you can see the zipper on all of those monkeys like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But uh, that movie made a lot of money back in the day and it was very popular and it was so popular that they reinvented it now. And I mean, I was going to say it's still going. Yeah, it's still going to this day. So. There you go. That that's that's my history moment. You son of a bitch. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's literally the first thing that popped up when I typed in April third on this day, and I was like, that works. I know. I should I should have just went with one of the freaking historical events that happened. I should I should have just picked one of the damn fucking historical things. From the 1600s, 1700s, and just fucking did it. Because I know you got, I know you got me next week. Because next week mine is from freaking 2012. And don't tell me right now, but I, I'm, I'm sure you have me for next week's freaking historical date. Because if yours is after 2012, I will be utterly shocked. But we, we will wait and see. You never know. 
But see, now you've fucked yourself because now you can't change it. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not going to change it because I actually have a talking point for next week. <laughs> so, all right. So you It ready? would be something recent, too. It would be like, you would beat me like 2012 to like 2014 or something. Yeah. But will I beat you? We will find out next week. Probably not. Tune in this same time next week, same bat channel. If I if if Doug goes first next week, people take a shot. Yeah. And, and if I throw a tantrum next week, take another shot. <laughs> we turn this into a Pokemon drinking game. All right. We're we're only gonna get one episode done this week. Oh <laughs> let's I don't know. See. You're the one who said, Oh, I want to be done by eleven thirty, and I'm sitting there, I'm fucking cocky because it was it was just coming up on 9 40 and i said oh we'll be fine i know it's and a... you went off on a wrestling rant <laughs> oh geez all right let's let, let's not talk about stuff that the audience won't really know about but <laughs> um you ready to get on into this week's episode doug yes all right episode 51 Everybody, Bulbasaur's Mysterious Garden, or translated from Japanese, um, Fushi Jidane's Mysterious Flower Garden. Yeah, that. Uh, (laughs) I'll take Bulbasaur, because I can't pronounce Bulbasaur's name in Japanese. So, let's go ahead and, you know what, for a change, Doug, I'm going to... I'm going to have you start this week's episode because uh, they're they're on their way to Cinnabar Island, but they actually start this week's episode um, pretty entertaining. Yeah, um, not a not a regular occurrence by any stretch. Um, But we're actually at the very beginning of just a random um, Pokemon battle out in nature battle. Yeah. And um, so oh, this trainer, this lumberjack looking dude, throws out a, a ride on. Rhyhorn. So why are they so surprised? Because they saw Rhyhorn in the safari zone. <laughs> We're not supposed to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't air in the U.S., Doug. I, I, I was wondering. Okay, well, whatever. So it's but, a Rhyhorn. But, th- but that's the reason he doesn't take his Pokedex out either. That's the, we'll see. So, God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> so, it's a Rhyhorn, and Ash throws out Bulbasaur. So, right off the rip, I'm like, well, this poor Bulbasaur is going to get stomped in, isn't it? Yeah. And, um. He gets tackled right away. He gets tackled, and, I mean, the earth is shaking. Fucking Brock's up a tree. Well, I mean, not up a tree, but he's fucking hugging a tree trunk. Yeah, he said, uh, he, he, he goes... Rhyhorn's takedown is as strong as an earthquake. And fucking um, Rhyhorn just comes in and just blasts Bulbasaur. And Bulbasaur, I, I, I give Bulbasaur his credit because he, he took that shot and he's he's just ready. Well, <clears throat> Bulbasaur, <clears throat> it was, it's been established pretty much since we've met Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is scrappy. Yeah. So, but Brock, Brock is saying, um, 
that the takedown attack is also like getting hit hit by a moving tank. So Bulbasaur is trying to use Leaf Seed, but he couldn't use Leaf Seed in enough time before he got tackled. And I, I like this part because Misty um, takes takes us back to the Pokemon video game, and she goes, that Rhyhorn must be at a very high level because it hit Bulbasaur really hard. Well, yeah, well, yeah, they do, um, they do talk about leveling uh, quite a bit, and I mean, obviously, it becomes apparent as to why. Yes, uh, fair, fairly soon into the episode, but it's also a a Rhyhorn charging at a goddamn Bulbasaur. True. I mean, like, like Ash. I'm sorry. You should have sent Squirtle out there and just had. Yes. A... Thank you. Yes, and just water attacks. But after Bulbasaur gets hit, he has a nice little uh, bump goose on his. Egg. Yeah, like a goose egg on his forehead, and it looks like he has a little concussion. But and he's out of breath, and Ash is like, "Well, shit." Um, I I need to get Bulbasaur back into his Pokeball before he gets seriously hurt. This, uh, this was a mistake. So he's like, Bulbasaur, return! And Bulbasaur just jumps up and just dodges the laser beam. And the freaking Lumberjack is sitting there laughing at him because Bulbasaur doesn't want to listen to him, Doug. And we just had this discussion uh, a couple episodes ago with... Um... You know, Charmander evolving into Charmeleon and acting like a dick. And then Charizard only evolving because he wanted to catch the Aerodactyl. <laughs> Which is still fucking funny. As so, <laughs> so Ash is already on shaky ground when it comes to Pokemon obedience. And now he's got a guy, or a, a Pokemon in Bulbasaur, who I think does respect him. But, like, he's in battle mode. And he's like, well, I'm still moving. Like, you know, how are you going to tell me that the battle's over? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm not giving up. You're giving up. I'm not giving up. And he, Bulbasaur just jumps back and he wants to continue battling this Rhyhorn. But the Lumberjack just tells Rhyhorn, he's like, Rhyhorn, another takedown. Pikachu jumps up and is cheering on. Bulbasaur and Ash is like, you can do it, Bulbasaur. Use which your is razor dumb, leaf. Which is dumb because five seconds ago you said, well, the fight's over. So fucking pick a lane. <laughs> well, he's a 10-year-old whose Pokemon didn't listen to him, so now he's determined to win this damn battle. It's fucking stupid. You're, you're risking the long-term health of your Pokemon just so your Pokemon can prove a point that you were trying to make the opposite of. Yes. So it's at this point, Bulbasaur just jumps into the air for his razor leaf attack. And this Bulbasaur must have jumped pretty damn high because we get a still picture of Rhyhorn just getting stuck with all these razor leaves and all the leaves just sticking into the body of Rhyhorn. It's kind of a brutal photo like for Pokemon that we that we've seen battle wise. Would you agree, Doug? Yeah, and I mean, this again proves the point of there's a reason that we're not usually like show we we haven't been shown a lot of these like random encounter battles. Yes. 
much less to to start off the top of an episode. And you know, I would argue that the goose egg on Bulbasaur is also kind of um, visceral as well. I mean, obviously, it's it's what's going to happen when a hard uh, mass hits a soft mass. Well, you know, and I I give Pokemon their credit this week because with the bump on the head from uh, with the bump on the head on Bulbasaur. They actually play that into the episode for yes. the entire for the entire episode. It's not like he has a bump on his head and in ten minutes um, we're gonna act like this battle never happened and he's gonna be perfectly fine in, in just a few. No, he has that bump on his head for the whole episode. This is true. This is this is very true. So, you know, points for that, I guess. Yes. So at this point, Ash um, tell or uh, Rhyhorn has all the leaves stuck in him, and Bulbasaur goes in for his vine whip attack and turns Rhyhorn into a tornado Rhyhorn, flaking off all of the leaves that were stuck into his body, and then just makes him dizzy. And Rhyhorn falls over, and this, this is um, and I and I'm sure you're gonna kind of add to this, Doug, but. Rhyhorn falls to the ground and the lumberjack comes and runs over to his Rhyhorn. This Rhyhorn really wasn't that big of a Rhyhorn. No. Because, because this Rhyhorn looks like it was a baby Rhyhorn because when the lumberjack walks over to his Rhyhorn, he's like triple the size of his Rhyhorn. And most trainers can ride their Rhyhorn. Uh, well, okay, so was it big just it was By big comparison of Bulbasaur. Then. Yes. Yeah. Because that's all we saw. But uh, but I guess Rhyhorn, even though he's still a baby, can still rattle the earth because it still scared the shit out of Brock. It's and Brock awesome. Brock is a rock trainer. Yeah. So well, this episode's just fucked already. We're not even three <laughs> minutes into it. I know. So, but yeah, the the. Trainer runs over and Ash has won the battle and he's doing his little victory and he turns his hat back and the the lumberjack is like, Yeah, you 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 took me down the size and Ash is like, Your Rhyhorn isn't bad either. And that's how we started this week's episode. And well and we look over and we see Bulbasaur is kinda Kind of a sweaty Bulbasaur, and the the bulb on its back is starting to flash. Yep, it's glowing. And then we get the uh, title card. Bulbasaur's Mysterious Garden. So, and but but as we're getting that, um, Ash is scared. Ash doesn't know what's going on, and as soon as the title card is over we have ash at a very weird i mean it's it's a, it's a log cabin pokemon center like yeah. a pokemon center basically in the middle of nowhere like in the mountains almost yeah so uh they come up to nurse joy and nurse joy is taking a look at bulbasaur and ash is screaming at her he's like you need to save my bulbasaur no matter what and he's like come on nurse joy 
And Nurse Joy straight up says, I can't make any promises until I examine it, but I'll be back in just a few. Like she she was she was studying Bulbasaur and she has an assumption, but she she doesn't want to tell Ash yet because she she needs to go and take it to the back to look at it some more. Well, but this is dumb, isn't it? Because couldn't she just look at that and go, oh, it's this. You dummy. Get out of here. People have real problems. Yeah. And I have a problem with this week's Nurse Joy. I think they kind of fucked up because this Nurse Joy has another red cross. Well, there's only so many goddamn colors. No, it could have been magenta. Oh my god, magenta. Could, I'll give you a, it, I'll it, give you a fucking magenta. <laughs> it could have been sky blue, it could have been hot pink. It could have been the color of her hair. Actually, that is kind of the color of her hair. Okay, you know what? We're going to go hot pink this week. Just 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 just, just to keep me sane this week. It better not be red next week. That's all I got to say. Well, I don't think Nurse Joy's in this. I don't think Nurse Joy's in this one. It's a Jenny-centric. Yeah. So, all right. So, we're we're, we're going to go hot pink because we haven't gone hot pink yet. <laughs> so, hot pink it is, Doug. Neon green. <laughs> Bul- Bul- Bulbasaur bulb green. <laughs> yeah, flashing version. Yeah. Yes. Actually, no, it's straight up red. They're 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 in the off they're they're in the back now. No, it, it's not even hot pink. It's red because we're gonna get beamed on Twitter for calling it a different color. But um, we what's go... this weird shit? <laughs> are you are you agreeing, Doug? No, I was happy with it being just red and moving on. But you're the one got up on your soapbox. Well, nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we go into the emergency room for with Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is hooked up to a bunch of machines um, with its bulb still glowing. And Nurse Joy walks out to the trio. And Togepi, uh, we haven't even mentioned Togepi is in Misty's arms um, for the first time. But, um, but yeah, we um, she comes out and says, your Bulbasaur will make a full recovery. But um, your Bulbasaur is going to be perfectly fine, Ash. Your Bulbasaur is just getting ready to evolve. And Doug, you want to take it from here? It's so dumb. Because couldn't she have just looked at it and gone, "Oh, it's it's evolve. It's close to evolving season. There's there's going to be a festival. It's going to evolve." But she was hooking. He was hooked up to shit. And he, I mean, I he had no idea what was going on. It's so dumb. He thought his he he he, he thought his, he legit thought his Bulbasaur was going to die. How many times has Nurse Joy, specifically this Nurse Joy, with the, where this pokemon center is how many times has she come across this problem probably a lot right so couldn't she have just taken a look and said oh that's a bulbasaur with a flashing bulb it's getting ready to evolve yeah and the mysterious garden is in her town right so so she must see bulbasaurs all the time and it just it's humbug. It, it boggles the mind really yes only four minutes into this episode chimney christmas I know. But Ash takes this news like right like with a grin, grin on his face and he's like, "All right. My Bulbasaur's getting ready to evolve into an Ivysaur." And apparently he just knows what an Ivysaur is. Yeah. And he asks Nurse Joy, he he's like, 
uh, when is my Bulbasaur going to evolve? And Nurse Joy looks right out the window and they, they're looking at a whole bunch of flowers in the garden and the flowers are blooming like crazy. Like they're they're just sprouting up and, and turning straight into flowers, Doug. It's, a, it's it's beautiful, even though it's goddamn the middle of the night. Yep, and it is and they're not just any flowers. These flowers are giving off a sparkle. And the sparkle is flowing into the air and it's going into the the entire forest. And it's at this point, Doug, that Nurse Joy finally says that um, that there's a festival for the for the Bulbasaur, and that's how they evolve. They all gather in this mysterious garden that nobody has ever seen. And during this festival is when the Bulbasaurs get ready to evolve. And then, you know, and it's like once a year, I, like we, a, we have to add that. And then, like a goddamn scene out of fucking Snow White, we get this silhouetted image. Of Bulbasaur marching along the horizon as Ash's Bulbasaur is laying on an observation table with the bandage, which is crucial. And I, like I say, I, I will give them credit. Just confused, but seems to be intrigued. Yeah. And he jumps down and just walks up this hill. Pikachu is awoken by Bulbasaur walking out of the cabin. And this is the first time that we've had a discussion um, amongst the Pokemon where we actually didn't get the subtitles done. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good, I was going to say, I beg to differ, but you fucking caught me. Because the last time it actually said what the Pokemon was saying, but this time in this episode when Bulbasaur and Pikachu are standing on top of the hill, looking at all the sparkles um, in the air. Pikachu and Bulbasaur are just talking. It's just Pika, Pika, Pikachu, Boba, Boba, Bulbasaur. And we have no idea, even in the subtitles. And, and that's how we're watching the episode right now. It's just straight up, just Bulbasaur, Boba, 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 Bulbasaur. <laughs> and I'm just nothing. So how do you feel about that? Because, like, obviously, you know, it's like, okay, this, you know, this show doesn't, or this episode isn't insulting our intelligence by giving us subtitles, but in the back of your mind, you're like, well, goddamn, this conversation's kind of getting deep. Yeah. Well, from what we know about this episode, um, I, I, I can only assume that Bulbasaur knows what's, what's going, or what doesn't... <sighs> Bulbasaur is conflicted about evolving. Is right. what I'm is what I'm go is what I'm gathering. I don't think Bulbasaur knows about the garden yet, but Bulbasaur is soon going to find out because it's at this point in the episode as they're talking, Pikachu comes over and pats Bulbasaur on the back, and out of nowhere, these vines come in and just snatches up Bulbasaur, just drags him. Yeah. And Bulbasaur is trying to hold his ground and then just gets blown into the air. And when it gets flown into the air, you see about 12 different Bulbasaur all with their vines out, with their vine widths, getting ready to take this Bulbasaur to wherever they're going, Doug. And how does how do these Bulbasaurs know to grab this Bulbasaur to bring it to the celebration? 
Can you yeah. can, can 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 you describe that to me? Well, no, because it's it would be different if the bulb was the bulb on Bulbasaur's back was constantly flashing. That way, you know, uh, a Bulbasaur could walk by and go, "That's a Bulbasaur that's close to evolving. That Bulbasaur needs to come to the festival." Yes, you know, let let's get him, fellas. You know, but this is just a random Bulbasaur. I mean, you know, far be it for this episode of the show for the to be the one that gets into like Pokemon pheromones and you know all. Pokemon can just sense when one another are getting ready to evolve or whatever. I mean, they could have easily thrown in a line from Nurse Joy on that. They didn't. Um, yeah, it's just kind of weird because, like, we there's no there's no middle step. It's like this is what's going on. This is what's happening. You know, there's <clears throat> pardon me. There's 13 minutes left in the episode. Just buckle up. So, it's at this point, Bulbasaur is being hauled in the air by the rest of these Bulbasaurs, and Pikachu has a problem with this, of course, because that's her friend. So, Pikachu goes and starts charging at these Bulbasaur, and the Bulbasaurs, they they aren't taking any shit. They're just by-whipping, and Pikachu's using his agility and moving through, but these Bulbasaurs are a lot faster than Pikachu. Well, yeah, and, you know... Far be it for me to take sides on this, but, you know, this is kind of a Bulbasaur deal. Yeah. You know, mind your business. <laughs> that is true. So. I mean, is it weird? Yes, but trust the process. So at this point, Pikachu runs back and wakes up Ash, who is sleeping, and Ash is sleeping, and he makes the. Um, joke that he thinks he's the best Pokemon trader because he's like, that makes 1,000 badges for me. And Pikachu just comes in and I'm sorry, but fuck Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> because Pikachu <laughs> runs in here. Ash is just dead asleep and he's comfy in a bed for once and Pikachu just uses Thundershock and just wakes him up. She couldn't or not she, he he couldn't just run over to Ash and just smack him in the face or something. Like, I just watched an episode of The Big Bang Theory. Um, I just, I actually, today, I finished um, The Big Bang Theory um, for the second time. And the episode, um, about two episodes prior to the season finale, there was an episode where Howard just slapped the shit out of, out of Sheldon. When they when they won the Nobel Prize and he's like, "Am I am I dreaming?" And then he just goes, "Whack!" And I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot all about that." What's a what's a what's a tie in there, fella? It's it's just funny that I mean he he slapped him and Pikachu could have came over and just slapped Ash and woke him up, but just decided to just. Fry his ass in, in his pajamas. Well, I'm with you, and that was my initial thought. But like watching it now, I, I I had the realization of that attack was just focused at Ash. Didn't wake up Misty or Brock. So in a way, yes, it was overkill, but I think Pikachu's learning because 
Pikachu in episode five would have woken up the whole goddamn building. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, growth. So, it's at this point that Ash notices um, from talking to Pikachu that Bulbasaur is in trouble. So, and they, yeah. Oh, and they and they all get up and they're they're running out of the Pokemon Center. We go straight from that to Team Rocket. Doug, you want to take this one? Uh, hold on, I gotta get my. Well, and I'm gonna be at a bit of a disadvantage because for some reason my uh, captions are kind of fucking me. Oh, okay. I'm getting the captions from the Togepi episode for whatever goddamn reason. <laughs> token, token, P. I didn't know. I didn't know Jesse spoke fluent Togepi. Apparently. Well, um, we go straight over to Team Rocket and we find out um, James has really bad allergies and um, that he's and Jesse's allergic to whining. And Meowth is over here just telling everyone to just shut up. And the sparkles are going all over the place. And they're like, oh, we're about to get this Pikachu. We're going to get this Pikachu again. And then they walk over to see these Bulbasaur carrying Ash's Bulbasaur in the air. And they're like, "Um, what's going on here? And Jesse's like, oh, it's a Bulbasaur Bonanza. A Bulbasaur blowout. And <laughs> Team Rock is like, all right, let's go and get all these Bulbasaur. And these Bulbasaurs literally just <laughs> buying whips the shit out of Team Rocket and they're blasting off again. And in a, in a great world, that would be the only time that we're seeing Team Rocket, but we know they're coming back. Doug. Yeah, it's it's too early in the episode. They, they have to come back just by virtue of television logic and law yeah that and we're only eight minutes and 39 seconds into this episode well that too <laughs> so um we go back to the trio uh actually are you are you caught up hey i'm caught up i just i, I can't help you with the fucking captions <laughs> oh okay well uh then I'll, I'll ask your reactions um to this and, and we'll we'll keep it trucking so ash um Ash and the gang runs up and Ash is like, which way, Pikachu? And Pikachu is like a like a police dog sniffing the ground for Bulbasaur. Oh, boo. What? You only said that because you know what episode we're doing next. <laughs> Actually, I didn't do that on purpose. Oh, <laughs> I just thought of that right now, but oh, that, that, that's a good tie-in. Come off. Boo. <laughs> that's a boo good tie-in. <laughs> <laughs> so Pikachu Pikachu um tell tells Ash that they need to go over to the right. And as soon as they run away, here's Team Rocket and the next thing crashing back into the ground. <laughs> so they weren't even gone a full they weren't even gone a full twenty seconds, Doug. No, not even. But you know, like you said, it's it's early and it's very early. This episode was very much one note. So I think they kind of had to figure out a way for, <clears throat> pardon me, for Team Rocket to work into this. And 
from there, they start running in, well, the trio starts running in the forest and they notice all of the pollen that's in the air um, going to a specific spot. So they're following the pollen now and all these vines start coming alive. Uh, well, not vines, but all these tree roots. Yes. And the tree roots are um, flowing just uh, they're, they're, they're flowing just like Pokemon. They're running to a specific to a specific spot so they can so it can block people from coming over to a specific area where this celebration is about to happen. Doug. Yeah, and they come to a point and there's this big vine wall and and they realize that's obviously impassable. But then as soon as they 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 turn around and go the opposite direction and then they immediately find the gathering. Yes. So and again, this is not something that I picked up on on well, first viewing. Well, 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 they jumped through the vines, the tree roots. Oh shit! I was gonna say. Yeah, they. Uh, so the tree roots are getting ready to close up, and oh, they get through, and then they're looking back at the wall. Well, that yes. makes more sense. Fuck me. Okay. No, you're good. Yeah, and the the tree the tree roots literally could have killed this trio and this would have been a one season show but uh <laughs> but very uh, dark i know well a lot of things in season 1 if you look i mean that we've reviewed so far it's been pretty dark if you think about it well yeah the so first fucking episode they're fucking anyway we don't this isn't a <laughs> recap so. but yeah they 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 all jump through the the tree vines right before it closes up and they all make it through, and they go over to the end of this cliff, and they look over, and they see a spectacle of hundreds of Bulbasaur that are gathering in this garden. And Doug, um, I'll, I'll let you, uh, because the festival is getting ready to start. So, um, do you want to do you want to take this next part? Yeah, the the sparkles are intensifying the. The trees are blooming. Um, uh, uh, flowers are, are manifesting. Uh, the the tree at the head of the gathering is is bearing leaves, and there's a there's a big glowing white light, and then we get the act break. Yes, well, and and and, and I don't want to um, not do it justice. Um, the Bulbasaur that's all standing in this garden. Um, they're all singing a song, and right. and they're all in sync. They're all going bo ba bo ba bo ba soar, bo ba bo ba bo ba soar, and we we hear a rattling like a like some big thumps going into the commercial break, and then it goes straight into the commercial break. And then we get, <clears throat> pardon me, we get who's that Pokemon? Um, it's Ivysaur. Um, I was wondering um, who the Who's That Pokemon this week was. Well, and it's weird because it's like, okay, the Who's That Pokemon is Ivysaur, which is, mar marks the official first time we see it because this is before all the stuff kicks off in the festival, which yes. is, which is, that's weird. But then the first Pokemon we see coming out of the break is Venusaur. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> so, 
You're just throwing Pokemon at me that I haven't seen. Yes. What the fuck is that Pokemon? All right. So Venusaur comes out of this tree, and I don't know how the hell this Venusaur even got into this damn tree. It's a kid's show. I don't care. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I'm watching it right now. This this Venusaur walked out of a hole that a is... tree. It, it, it must be. Because that hole is so small, and this Venusaur is such, like... I, I, I want to say something, but... In this, in this in this PC world we live in, I would get in so much trouble. If we were doing this podcast in the 90s, I could say it, but I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. But this, this, this is a big old Venus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, oh, I, I know a tie-in I can do. It's it's like, have you have you ever seen the movie Big Mama's House? It's, yes. like, the, it's, it's like the Big Mama of Venusaurs. There you go. There you go. I, I can say oh, that. Fucking, if that Venusaur starts dunking, I'm out of here. <laughs> it probably could, to be honest. <laughs> so, uh, the Bulbasaur, I mean, not the Bulbasaur, the Venusaur comes out and and just starts speaking to all the Bulbasaur. It's like, Sar. And Ash is like, look, guys, it's a Venusaur. And then here comes Dexter. Which, you know, fair. Because if you haven't seen an Ivysaur... You definitely don't know. But Ash knew what a Venusaur was when he said it. He said, look, it's a Venusaur. Yeah, but they've also met Rhyhorns before. True. That is true. But he didn't pull the Pokedex out this episode for Rhyhorn. Right, because they've met. Yes, but... but (laughs) Americans don't know that they've met. So they're like, what the hell is this Pokemon? Ash, do your job. (laughs) <laughs> so the Pokedex goes Venusaur, the final form of the Bulbasaur evolution. It says the seed, let's see, this um seed Pokemon soaks up the sun rays as a source of energy. And then Brock is like, hmm, but what kind of behavior makes makes it sound like a plant? And Ash is now starting to look around for his Bulbasaur because his Bulbasaur looks like all the other Bulbasaur. But they find a trick because his Bulbasaur has a bandage on his head and Pikachu finds it immediately. Right. So, you know. Bulbasaur is looking around looking all sorts of confused. Well, he's confused and I think, well, yeah, no, it's confusion initially. And then, yeah, I mean. You know, come back to me in a couple minutes. But um, so Ash is excited because he, oh, I found my Bulbasaur, and he's he's calling out, and then Brock's like, "You idiot, we're not supposed to be here. Just sit back and enjoy the festival while it's going on because no one's ever seen it." And then we're getting some more. Um, <clears throat> uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yelling. Um, from oh, the from the um, Venusaur. From the Venusaur and the Bulbasaur. And it, it just made me think of the the victory screech scene from Spongebob. Oh, that makes sense. All it made me think of just you know, just ah and then just fucking Patrick just lee 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 lee. Ah lee 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 
nice SpongeBob reference. That's all I could think of. <laughs> I would love to be in your head just for like a couple hours just to see what no, you think. No, 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 that's 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 private time. <laughs> but we, um, but all the Bulbasaurs start um, saying "Sar," and then you start. We we get a a wide shot of all the Bulbasaur starting to glow. Like their whole body is now glowing. And we shoot straight from that over to Jesse, James, and Meow, who are a little ticked off at this point because they, they've they come to the tree roots that are now blocking the festival from happening. And <clears throat> they want to try to get through. And the garden's not having any of it. It's, it's still alive. And they're Jesse and James are about to cut all of these roots down and the roots again for the second time hits Team Rocket and they basically just chase them off. Now, because I don't have the benefit of captions, but I remember they have three very grown worthy uh, puns because doesn't um Jesse say something along the lines of so much for axing nicely. Yeah, Je- Jesse pulls out an axe and goes, all right, garden wall, you axed for it. And she's holding an axe. And um, James comes in and he's like, we're the toughest team you ever saw. And he has a saw in his hand. And Meowth comes up and goes, let's cut to the chase. Right. And and the freaking binds just whip them and just chase them off. And oh, and Meowth is holding commas. Yeah, yeah, right. And like you said, they get immediately chased off by the <clears throat> by the vines. And then we go back to the festival and and we see the transformation process on uh oh, random a random Bulbasaur. We get our first Ivysaur, which means Ash can pull out Dexter. And Dexter goes, Ivysaur, the seed Pokemon. Bulbasaur's evolved form. The bulb on its back absorbs nourishment and blooms into a large flower. Right. And then we get some more Venusaur, Ivysaur uh, calling. and we And we see... The <clears throat> pardon me, we see the mass evolution continue and and we see that it appears to be dusk and or at least possibly sunrise. Yeah, the sun's getting ready to come up. And Pikachu's getting emotional. And then we cut to Ash's Bulbasaur and he is fighting this with everything that he's worth. Yes, Bulbasaur does not want to evolve. At all. So he's fighting it. He's fighting it. And and I'm sorry, but I'm I'm kind of confused. I mean I mean I'm confused with this because I'm so much further in the Pokemon series, but in in the Pokemon series now, um Pokemon have the choice whether they want to evolve or not. And what's up? Now you're saying. In, in yeah. current Pokemon. Yes, in current yeah. Pokemon, your Pokemon chooses whether it wants to evolve or not. And 
it has that choice. Right now, as it stands, they're acting like um, it can just happen just forcefully, and, and whether the Pokemon wants to evolve or not, which I, I kind of have a problem with. Yeah, and I mean, we've had some curious evolutions you know, leading up to this, you know, we talked about Charmeleon and Charizard. You know, we had a a Paris evolve into Parasect by virtue of winning randomly fixed matches, you know. So they haven't really, you know, and obviously we had the whole Battling Eevee Brothers where it was focused on stone evolutions. Yes. So they haven't really nailed down what it is to evolve. No, they they're they're still in the era of video games. Like your Pokemon hits this level, it can evolve. But e- even in the video games, you could press B if you didn't want your Pokemon to evolve. Correct. I so, mean, you'd have to do it every level it went up, and it would get annoying at a certain point. Yeah. So, but um, but then we go back to the trio, and they're like, it looks like it's trying to evolve. It's trying not to evolve. And Venusaur at this point gets mad and starts talking to Bulbasaur. And Bulbasaur is sitting here and he's in and he's like, Baba, Baba, Bulbasaur, Venusaur, Venusaur, Venusaur. And that that's the the talk that they're having back and forth. Yet we don't have subtitles again. So we don't know what they're saying, but we can only assume Venusaur's like, why aren't you evolving? Bulbasaur is like, I don't want to evolve right now. Venusaur is like, it's in your nature, Bulbasaur. You need to evolve. And it's, Bulbasaur, yeah, it's your time. Yeah, yeah, it's your time. And Bulbasaur is, sa- is saying, it's not my time. I don't want to evolve yet. I still have a lot to accomplish and a lot that I want to do. I don't want to evolve. And, so, you know, obviously, Venusaur's not having it. You know, Bulbasaur. Is being hard-headed. Yes. And Venusaur uh, appears to reach its breaking point and shoots out two heavy vines towards Bulbasaur and noble goddamn hero Ash comes running to the rescue. Comes running to the rescue and takes the vines fully on his shoulders and doesn't fucking fall. No. How does he not fall? I I I don't know. It's it's a kid's cartoon. I, but it's at he, this. He's po- been knocked on his ass by worse. Yeah, he has. But by by less, I should say. So it's at this point now that um, Ash. Well, everyone's looking at Ash and the and and the gang because they're not supposed to be there. So. Right. Um, Venusaur and everyone and Ash is like, look, Bulbasaur doesn't want to evolve, um, so you shouldn't um, you shouldn't make him. And he's like, he's like, I'm sorry that I ruined your festival, and I'm very, I'm very, very sorry about that. Let's see, what else? What else does he say? He says, but if Bulbasaur doesn't want to evolve yet, I don't think you should have the right to force it to. Which is fair, you know. We did have we've had this discussion with um, Pikachu. Yes, and it's at this point that Venusaur uh, <clears throat> uses its pollen from its body 
to blossom the tree that it walked out of that had no leaves on it. And it forcefully made the leaves come onto the tree, basically showing everyone that it's in Bulbasaur's nature to evolve because if Bulbasaur doesn't evolve, it can't help the earth. Right. So Bulbasaur needs to evolve in order to help the earth because it's only good for the earth. And then Misty goes, she, Misty basically says, well, don't you want to do your part? And Bulbasaur is like, fuck off. Yeah, for real. Like, I'm not even your Pokemon. Like, you have no say in this. Yeah, Brock even comes out and says, he's like, it seems like Bulbasaur manipulates um, nature. And if, Bulbas and if Bulbasaur doesn't evolve, it can't do that. So it's at this point um, that Ash talks to, to Venusaur and goes, uh, Bulbasaur has the right to make the decision to evolve if it wants to. If it doesn't want to evolve right now, you don't have the right to force it to. And then we get um, Jesse, James, and Meow flying over in their balloon because why wasn't that their first idea? Because but, there was still too much time left in the episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, they're flying over over the festival. And Doug, I'll let you take this this part of the scene right here. So we see the balloon silhouetted. Or, uh, yeah, against the moon. And Jesse and James are, are in like kimono outfits. For no and, fucking reason. And they're they're floating and you got the nice tree in the background and we get a a big freaking looks like a uh, like a vacuum attachment at the bottom of the meowth balloon and it's just literally sucking up the venusaurs yep so so yeah it start it starts sucking up all the venusaurs that are at the bottom and Who's going to come to the rescue other than Bulbasaur himself? Yes, because Venusaur is trying to use its vines to keep the Venusaur in. And we but, find out Venusaur has more than two vines, by the way. Right. It's got, you know, basically it seems like as many as it needs. Yes. And then... You know, James ups, ups the suction power, and it starts to even lift Venusaur off the ground. Which, how and, the hell did they think that they're going to get this damn Venusaur into that little tiny hole? This is this is also a very fair point, because even if it succeeds, that's got to weigh more than the balloon. And it's just going to be bottom heavy, and it's just going to crash, and all the Venusaur are going to go free anyway. Yes. So, <laughs> so come, come on, Team Rocket, think. So. Pikachu tries to use an electric attack, but because of the wind being generated by the suction machine, it's ineffective. As and a matter Pikachu of fact, Pikachu gets picked up himself. But then, who's there to save Pikachu at possibly the last second? It's Ash's Bulbasaur. Which, how? If a goddamn Venusaur whip or vine rather couldn't stop the suction, what the hell makes Ash's Bulbasaur so damn strong. Yeah. And then after after Pikachu comes back, Bulbasaur learns the move Solar Beam and takes 
its solar beam and cuts down all the ivy sword that have been sucked up into this vacuum and sends Team Rocket hurling into the air for the final time in this episode. And we promise because there's only two minutes left in the damn episode. Yes. Um. So then, <clears throat> pardon me, all the all the Venusaur are then razor-leafed out of the bag and they land and they surround Team Rocket and Team Rocket basically gets absolutely shit-stomped into the sky. Yep. And Ashes of Bulbasaur is the conquering hero. And everybody starts praising Bulbasaur because he didn't have to evolve in order to save everybody. And then we get the salute from Venusaur because it's at this point all the Venusaur, I mean the Venusaur and all the Ivysaur are standing there looking at Bulbasaur and Ash is looking at it with a grin because they're all staring at him. But Venusaur takes out his vine and gives a nice little handshake to Bulbasaur giving the approval that it does not need to evolve tonight in order um, in order to continue its life. So how do these Ivysaur feel? Cheated. That just evolved. Like, don't they feel like pieces of shit? Yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's at this point, we, we get to the end of the episode, the, all the vines open up, the mysterious garden party is over, all the, all the Ivysaur with Venusaur start walking away, Venusaur does not go back into the tree, and the trio is happy that they finally got to see something that nobody has ever seen before, and we end the episode um, with the narrator going that Bulbasaur is the hero of this episode and he didn't need to evolve and Bulbasaur agrees and goes Bulbasaur. And then, and then that that's and we it. get the rap. Yep. That's a that that was a really good episode. Like very detailed. It was very good and they I don't think we got cheated in terms of like the Bulbasaur lore. Um, you know, it was, it was very well fleshed out. Yes. Um, I feel like we had the same kind of moral in the, um, what, Electric City Showdown, where Pikachu basically was in a hospital bed and basically had to plead with Ash that Pikachu felt that it was good enough. That's how they pull at the heartstrings, Doug. They, well, yeah, they, but you can only pull at those strings so many times before they're unable to go back to their original form. Yeah, and you would have thought Ash, and I'm glad you brought that up, because you would have thought that Ash would have figured out that Bulbasaur doesn't just evolve just to evolve. It, I mean, e even Pikachu has a decision, and Pikachu chose not to evolve. And the only one that wanted to evolve was Charmander, and that's because he was treated like shit for most of his life. And yeah, well, that yeah. And then it just kind of all came out on Ash for yes. no apparent reason. So that's fair. That's and I, we can't really speak on Butterfree because pretty much as soon as Butterfree evolved, it was gone. 
Well, it, it, as soon as Ash caught his caterpie, it evolved into a butterfree. So uh, that 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 all, true. that all happened in one whole episode in twenty minutes, less than that. This is this is, this is also very true. So Ash and evolution does not mix. No, so at least in this early bit. No. <laughs> so I mean, Ash is lucky that he caught a Pidgeotto and not a Pidgey. Let's, let, let, me, let, let me just put that out there. <laughs> Cut to 50 episodes later, Ash has the strongest goddamn Pidgey you ever saw. Yeah, until he, he gets rid of his Pidgeotto. I mean, his Pidgey. Yeah, his Pidgeotto. I was about to say Pidgeot. So, all right. But that that's this week's episode, everybody. How, how, how did you enjoy this? What would you rate this episode, Doug, on your Doug O rating meter? I probably like a four. I just there was enough little things that kept adding up, like the fact that we're that we're not supposed to remember what a goddamn Rhyhorn is. Um, the fact that we basically had the same message at the end of the at the middle and the end of the Pikachu episode. So if, uh, it, so if they wouldn't have repeated basically the same storyline, because this one had had what you were looking for in, in past episodes. So this had the, the action at the beginning. It had the action at the end. It had a moral to the story. It has something that um, goes into the rest of the Pokemon episodes. But it was just the fact that the moral of the story was the same as past before which is why it wouldn't get a, a solid five yeah time. basically like if you know Bulbasaur did evolve and not you know it evolved on its terms not just because of the festival but because like it felt like it had done what it needed to do as a Bulbasaur and evolved and everybody was happy with it it was probably going to get a five okay but it's like, you know, they, your core thing is something that we've already been taught. Um, and also, Team Rocket felt very forced in this episode. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw one too many um, Jesse and James blasting off. And they basically, I mean, they, they blasted off twice, but got ran off once. And right. all in the span of... Uh, 18 to 20 minutes. Yeah, and it was probably even less than that once you get down to it. Yeah. So, all right, good episode. I, I, I agree with you, Doug. I'll go ahead and give this episode a solid four this week. And I think we're about done. Do you have anything else to say? No, I do not. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode. And go ahead and give your goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you, you don't want to miss next week's episode, The Case of the K-9 Caper. Or translated um, from Japan, Guardy the Police Dog. <laughs> I guess that's what, what Growlithe is called. Um, episode 52 next week, everybody. <laughs> Have a good night.